What's up, guys? It's my favorite time of the week, and that is to talk fantasy, man. Oh, we've been hot lately. We've been helping out people. We've been helping each other out. Gosh, we've been hot. I will admit it. We've been hot. A um, couple of a uh, couple of things I want to mention during the podcast is you know stuff that we mentioned last week about certain players. Don't mean to say like I told you so, <laughs> but I, I kind of called it. I kind of called it. I did some slick moves this this past week, man. I got a couple of dubs. Uh, got two dubs. Yeah, two dubs out of my three leagues. Uh, one of the leagues, it's a four-team league. I could, I'm, I can afford losses. So I did certain things to um, to make sure I'm good when it comes to playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's what we're we're about to talk about in this. Uh segment today uh there's a lot of running backs that we want to talk about even though they're on a bye week this week we still think that you're probably going to need to pick them up if you're getting ready for playoffs oh yeah it's all about the long run baby yeah fantasy football is a marathon not a sprint hello Nestor. thank you so much for being here in our fantasy talk uh let's get it started with our bye weeks uh this week 13 we got the browns packers titans and panthers on a bye week a lot of big players there. A lot of players that's going to hurt me. I got Devontae Adams in one league. That's going to hurt me. Aaron Jones, he was already injured, so that's been hurting me. Aaron Rodgers for a lot of people, that's going to hurt y'all. Um, uh, what's what's another guy from the Packers? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's like really the, it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, they, they brought him back. He used to be a Packers a long time ago. What, what oh, not? Uh, Cobb, yeah, I know he's dealing with an injury, but I mean that's that's still a big hit if he does uh, decide to play this week. And then we got the Browns. We got Nick Chubb out. We got Baker Mayfield. Just kidding. If you got Baker, you're <laughs> come on, dude, drop him. Um, you got Nick Chubb. You have uh, Jarvis Landry for some of y'all's flexes or your bench players. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones for some of y'all that still have him. Uh, oh yeah, for, yeah, that's kind of. Kind of awkward. I think Nick Chubb's just the main player. You got the Titans. You got Ryan Tannehill, who's been consistent. Uh, AJ Brown, who's currently injured right now. Um, Derek Henry, who's injured. Yeah, they're two running backs that they've been running back uh, the backfield with. Uh, they've both been doing good lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and who else? The the Panthers. So we got the Panthers. For those of y'all who picked up Cat Noon, who jumped on that gravy train. How's uh five for twenty one? With two interceptions. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, I told you to come at me if I was wrong. Yeah, man, I sat that full after that uh, spectacular first week when I had him in. Mm-hmm. Sat him after that. I was like, there's no way he's going to do it again. Well, I mean, a lot of people were fooled. You you have that, that multi-threat QB that's back out there, and he could have done really well if he just completed some passes. Let's say if he completed 10 more passes or even eight, in fact. If he was 10 for 21 – I still think he would he would have great points out there in the field, but he got benched. 
Uh, Cam will bounce back. Reed has been saying that for the past two years. He has an off year. Then he has on year. Well, today, <laughs> this is supposed to be his on year. That's not happening. That's not the case this week. But um, from the title of our video, it is a frenzy out there, guys. Huge frenzy from Turkey Day to to this past Sunday to to last night. We had a lot of injuries, a lot of running back questions, and a lot of people who want to step up to the plate and be ready to take on that starting spot for you to help you get into your playoffs. Or if you guys already sealed up in your playoffs, you still want to pick up these players. You want to handcuff them. Don't let anyone else pick them up because they could use that against you in the playoffs. But, ooh, I'm excited. I'm getting too into it. I'm, I'm fired up. <laughs> We're ready, oh. man. We're ready. All right, so you just want to dive straight into the running backs? or Let's just get to the running backs, man. That's what everybody's here for. All the injuries are stacking up. All the bye weeks with all those studs at running back there. We got to dive into it now. Okay, all right. We're going to dive right into it, you guys. We got the running backs here. Let's start off with Dalvin Cook. Okay, he suffered a dislocated shoulder against the 49ers. The coach says that he's day-to-day. Day-to-day. Just because he had that injury beforehand, he knows how to deal with it. He came back pretty well. It's not season-ending by all means. I could see him missing two games uh, at the very least, uh, making making an appearance for you when come playoff time for fantasy. Uh, So if you guys don't know, you guys got to pick up Alexander Madison. That's the guy who's going to be taking that uh, running back one spot, and not just for the the Minnesota Vikings, but he could also take that running back one spot for your team because he is that good whenever he's in that lead position. When uh, Cook was injured earlier in the season, Madison just tore it up. Even last week, he had a touchdown when, when uh, when Cook went down. He went out there. He showed up. He produces for your team. Yeah, man. I mean, just to talk on him a little more, when he did play, he scored over 23 points in both times that he was in while Cook was out. So, I mean, that says it enough. He's got an easy matchup against the Lions. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to pick him up, then someone else is He's <laughs> not, not going to stay on the waiver wire. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Lions are the third worst defense against fantasy running backs. The third worst that's horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, if Madison's out there, and I feel bad because one of my leagues, a 14-man league, actually, uh, I actually traded Madison to someone. And just last week, he dropped him from his fantasy because, of course, he was a backup. And so he's on the waiver wire this week, and everyone is on that frenzy of trying to get him and try to put him on their team. But like I said, Dalvin Cook, he's going to be out uh, one to two weeks. He will be back for your fantasy playoffs. So he is not the long-term answer. But if you're trying to find help to get you to the playoffs, that's where you need to go. Or if you just want to be uh, one of those guys who picks them up, not allowing anyone else to get them. So, you know, you have a, a higher seed or whatnot, then all, all, by all means. Wolf McCurley says, uh, hey, guys, hope you all could, uh, uh, got coop news today. Doesn't reassure my week 13 win, but fingers crossed the COVID goes away. McCurdy, hey, welcome back, dude. We remember you from last week. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining. Yeah, man. Uh, Amari Cooper, tough, tough, tough. Because I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. He is suffering through that COVID. So uh, by rule, since he's not vaccinated, he has to be out for 10 10 days. But uh, he did uh, 
confirmed that he's still suffering through uh, some of the side effects of some of the illness, which is not good. Even when he does get cleared from COVID, we're not we're probably not going to get the same production from Mark Cooper. So if you have him, you're pretty much stuck with him. I wouldn't drop him just for that that sliver of a chance that he does uh, well during your playoff uh, run in fantasy. But I mean, that's that's just a tough bullet to bite. Appreciate you being here, though, Wolf. <laughs> uh, because that, that's funny because we talked about uh, Amari last week and how we we're hoping that he'll be back, but that's not the case. He he's probably done all season for fantasy. Yeah, and until playoffs comes, he's he's probably not going to play this week. Um, I think that that uh, what they said that he's still symptomatic. I think it came out today, so. I mean, he's cutting it close right now. I know they play on Thursday, uh, so he's got probably just tomorrow uh, to get a negative test, and then again, he's got to test negative right before the game. So, and that's if he's even still in game shape. So, that's uh, also you, true. I don't know what he's been doing. No, but CD Lamb should be coming back. Should be uh, looking well for the Cowboys. Um, you can see a lot of production from Gallup. I see them double teaming Lamb all day long, leaving Gallup open. He's that reliable receiver that Dak Prescott has. Or if you're lucky enough to have Schultz, I could see him having a big production game as well. And for those of y'all who heard that Ezekiel Elliott got banged up last game, you know, he might not play, whatnot, drop that. Ezekiel Elliott is going to play. He's going to be there. Uh, um, Jerry Jones came out and said, oh, Zeke, yeah, he's taking that load. Uh, some guys love the fantasy podcast. Hey, appreciate you, appreciate you being here, Father. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we got another uh, comment here. It says I'm trying to understand the inconsistency with Coop and want to pin it on the hammy, but at this point, I don't know. Plus, CD Lamb, love that by the way, mm-hmm. and Gallops, yikes! Haha. <laughs> at least I have Schultz. Yes, Schultz. I could definitely see him having a very high production, especially with Amari Cooper. Like I said, he more than likely he is done. For his fantasy season, uh, I just wouldn't drop him just for that sliver of a chance. Um, but yeah, CD Lamb, he's going to get double teamed all day long. I can see his production falling. Michael Gallup, it's kind of a long, uh, you know, long haul, but there is a huge possibility where he could take that wide receiver two spot and potentially get a lot of points. But yeah, Schultz and the running back position, that's where the Cowboys are going to be thriving. Uh, Reed says, ew, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, oh. like, that guy is doing something right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been doing something. I love the way uh, the Cowboys draft. Honestly, like, not trying to uh, throw any shade at them, but the way they draft is spectacular. Like, even when they went on that four, four-year draft streak of just drafting offensive linemen, it, it you know, helped them out tremendously. I mean, they don't have those linemen anymore. They didn't capitalize at the time, but they always had a stacked elite team, in my opinion, just never capitalized. Um Kind of like a lot of fantasy teams, uh, such as my own. You know, you got a stacked elite team. Sometimes they don't show up, and it costs you games. You lose by a point. You lose that less than a point. That hurts the most. That's been happening to me a lot this season. But that's why we're here. That's why we're talking, especially with matchups. Uh, we got a question over here. He says, what should I do with Ingram? Should I pick up Williams? How hurt is Swift? Ooh, I'm ready to dive into this because I got the answers for you. This is all my notes right here. This is just pure running back notes just for today because I love the running back position. It is tough to accomplish. Number one, DeAndre Swift. He is not going to play this Sunday. Uh, head coach came out and says, yeah, I am. What's up? 
I heard that it's one to two weeks for him. Yeah, one to two weeks. He says, I do not see Swift taking the field this Sunday. Okay, so that's your answer there for Swift. Uh, should you pick up Williams? And you are talking about Jamal Williams, uh, the guy who's going to be taking the place of, of DeAndre Swift. Even though they're playing up against the Vikings, who are the 11th worst defense against fantasy running backs, and that's before they got shredded up by the 49ers, by the way, with Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel, of course. Yes, you pick up Williams. He will be productive for you. He's going to be gaining all those points. He's going to be solid. Now, what should you do with Ingram? This is going to be the absolute week if you're holding on to a player, which is Ingram, that you hold on to him because more than likely it's going to become a game time decision. Alvin Kamara was limited to practice, but Ingram was a full participant in practice today. So if Alvin Kamara cannot go, Ingram's a full go. He's going to be he's going to be that guy, especially with the new QB back there, to be getting a lot of production. But I do see Alvin Kamara taking the field this week. I honestly don't see him missing out. Yeah, I agree. I think Ingram, you keep him. Thoughts on AJ Dillon stock? Uh, he's he's definitely earned a spot on the Packers RB two position, and I think they're still going to be giving him the ball just like they have been for like half the season. Uh, but I think AJ Dillon is better than Jones. <laughs> that's my opinion. Uh, but yeah, that's what I think. I mean, yeah, Quadzilla. I mean, he he's no joke. He is still going to be getting production with Jones back. You're just simply splitting the backfield. Jones is still going to be that one-two punch. And most of the time, he's Mr. Do-It-All himself. I think AJ Dillon still will be getting production, just not as much as you would like to see, just because of splitting that up. Um, but both really good running backs to have on your team. Um, McCurdy says, bro, my guy is mixing Fournette Higgins, and the Bengals D gave me the greatest B-Day present. If I can get Saquon and Miles Sanders going, I'm going to win, no doubt. Hey, man, happy belated birthday. Appreciate you um, uh, sharing that. Happy birthday, man. If it, I mean, if the song wasn't so long, I'll sing happy birthday for you right now. But <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but awesome, man. Way to keep mixing. I think that was one of your questions last week. If not, it was someone else's. I think it was yours. Uh, keep you mixing. He had one heck of a game. Fournette had one heck of a game. Higgins, who's been kind of on that silencer, you know, had one heck of a game, which he's been consistent, but he just blew up. Bengals defense. I caught it last week. I said, you got to pick up the Bengals defense against Pittsburgh. They're going to do great. They gave you 19. Well, they gave most people 19 points is what I saw. Now, Saquon or Miles and Miles Sanders go to win, no doubt. Okay. Let's let's get to the nitty-gritty here. Get to these running backs, bro. It's, it's running back galore right now. I'll tell you, it's a running back feeding frenzy for everyone on fantasy. Now, Miles Sanders, I know you want to talk about this too, uh, Vincent. So I'm going to start it up, and I want you to – finish it off for me so miles sanders they are playing against the new york jets that is a running back heaven for fantasy uh, whoever's playing running back that game is going to tear it up and it's going to cost you a win or a loss depending if you have them or playing against them now miles sanders he did come off of an injury he played last game injured it again i got limited snaps Mm-hmm. So that's something to look out for. I have Miles Sanders. I'm hoping he could bring me to a dub. But if he's still a little banged up, which was reported today that he's dealing with a little bit of soreness, but he's heading the right direction, I could still see him 
getting limited amount of snaps. Like just this past game, he had 22 snaps. Other than what this guy's going to name, he's going to name someone right now. This person had 34 snaps, took the majority of it. So go ahead, Vince, finish it off for me. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, we've been talking about the Eagles running backs for maybe the past like three weeks because they are pretty good. Um, but they have a three-headed monster back there, and the guy that we're going to talk about is going to be getting the bulk of the carries this week. Uh, just like AJ said, Miles Sanders is probably going to be getting maybe 20, 25 snaps. But this guy, Boston Scott, yeah, we said Boston Scott. Boston Scott. Take him up. Uh, he's only on 7.2% of rosters on the Fantasy app, and he only got started by 1.2%. But he only had, like AJ said, he had, like, what, 32? Uh, he had 34 snaps. 34 snaps. That's 51% of the entire running back you know, room for yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles. 51%. Yeah, and on that, he got the ball half the time that he was in. He got 15 carries. He had 64 yards, a touchdown, and I believe he had two catches as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this guy's going to be that RB1, even though Miles Sanders on paper says RB1. Boston Scott is going to be that guy. So uh, if you can get Boston Scott instead of Miles Sanders, or <laughs> if you have Sanders, yeah, there you go. I'm playing Boston Scott this week as Miles Sanders owner at FML. Uh, he lost Dalvin, though, so <laughs> that's Dang. funny, man. Hey, I'm glad we could give you this information to help you out because clearly that took me by surprise as well. And Boston Scott, he's out there. He's available. Put him on your waiver wire. I can guarantee you and not a lot of people are. Because Miles Sanders has that lead role, that lead role. Um, but let's go to another question here. It said, I finally got some points from Wilson talking about Russell Wilson. Should I continue to play him or replace him with Carr? Oh, well, um, I mean, that's up to you, man. We are playing you guys next week. Uh, so, uh, this, this upcoming Sunday, I believe at 325, because the game got moved. Um, me and AJ are going to be mortal enemies again. So Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, to your father, if you want to start Wilson, I say you should because what I saw from Wilson wasn't pretty this past week, but it's moving in a better direction. And when rivalry games come around, Wilson is on another level. He won't be spectacular, spectacular, but he's going to play well. Okay, time for my input now. You mm-hmm. ready? Now, since I'm a Niners fan, obviously, and Russell Wilson's playing against the San Francisco 49ers, he's going to do decently well. I could see him getting 15 to 16 points around that area. I don't see him exploding because their offensive line is hurting a little bit. It is hurting. So the 49ers' strongest point in their defense is their defensive front. They're going to be rushing the heck out of it, but that's when you see Russell Wilson maybe bring back the old wheels and try to take off and get some points there. And it's a divisional game. It's going to be a, a very close game no matter what. doesn't matter how good one team is or how bad another team is. It's going to be a close game no matter what. So I can see uh, Russell Wilson throwing for two touchdowns. But Derek Carr and the Raiders, they're playing against the Washington football team. A very banged-up defense. And the Raiders, they need to win in, in order for them to to be in that playoff bound, they have to win out that division. So they have some fire up the you-know-where, so they're <laughs> going to fire it up. I believe so. I think Derek Carr will have a better game than Russell Wilson. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I could see that also. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson's going to have a hard time, even though I believe it's at our house uh, this game. 
uh, because we played y'all over there at Niner Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but even then, um, right now, Russell Wilson in November, he's lost three games going into December. I don't know how much better he's going to do, but, or the team is going to do, but I think they're going to address uh, that he's not passing the ball to DK Metcalf because I saw about three or four plays where DK was wide open, never passed it to him. Yeah, and at that point, I know I said last week, or not, I said this yesterday, last night, in order for them to win the game, they have to get Tyler Lockett involved. I get that. But that doesn't mean you have to ignore your wide receiver one. And yes, in my opinion, I do believe DK Metcalf is that wide receiver one. Sometimes it takes you as a quarterback to force the ball into his direction, get him involved no matter what circumstance. So look at the 49ers with Debo Samuel. We don't have the greatest QB out there. We put him as a freaking running back. We, you know, <laughs> he, we, he, we utilize him everywhere we go. That leads up to Reed's question right here. It says, thanks for the advice on trading uh, Mitchell, which he's exploding right now. He's doing extremely well. Help me win the game of this week. Also, is Debo going to become <laughs> a running back? No, he's going to be gone for the next one to two weeks. I don't see him missing the Bengals game, which is in two weeks. So I believe he'll be back. He'll probably be missing just one week. So look out for that. That could hurt you, uh, especially since he's such a playmaker and he provides you a lot of points. I believe he's the second uh, highest, you know, point wide receiver in fantasy right behind Cooper Cup. But uh, but yeah, he will be taking running back snaps every now and then. It's all about Cal Shanahan and his play calling. He's very you know, creative in that aspect. And when you have a healthy team, he is going to utilize his stars. Oh, yeah. Remember, he's going to be injured, so you might want to sit him. And uh, another one. I own Russell. I'm crying, begging, and praying to eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus that he starts playing MVP levels again. (laughs) McCurley, you don't want that. You You don't want that. Trust me. Okay? Nothing good comes out of it. Only for Seattle fans. Trust me, you don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah, AJ just doesn't want it next week. Uh, but after that week, he does want it because he does have him still on his roster. I don't want it ever. Yeah, yeah, ever. yeah. He's not going away anytime soon, AJ. No, because actually, you know what I did, Vince? Huh. In that league, you always got to search your feed. You always got to see what other uh, players are doing, who they're adding, who are they dropping. Guess who someone dropped? They dropped a quarterback named Kirk Cousins, the eighth-ranked fantasy uh, quarterback, Kirk Cousins. So I picked him up, and now I'm just handcuffing Russell Wilson just in case he does uh, become the MVP candidate once again. Um, Reed throwing shade, saying Wilson never won an MVP, though. It's okay. He he even said it, Reed. He's not after those MVP uh, trophies. A little compliment there for you, Vince. Hawk on the wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right here. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> for for our Spotify listeners or your traditional podcast listeners, uh, Vincent over here went ahead and hand drew a uh, Seattle Seahawk, yeah, in a very you know unoriginal fashion, but it looks very nice. I will admit he did a good job on it. Um, uh. Came dang close two, three years. Forgive my memory. Uh, losers say that, Vince. Oh, okay. Now we got <laughs> now we got the chat yeah. getting into it. They're throwing a little bit of shade. Let's get back to our running back position now until we get some more questions. We talked about Dalvin Cook. We talked about DeAndre Swift. We talked about Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. Last week, 
I mentioned one running back. And everyone laughed at me. <laughs> everyone laughed at me. And I said, you know what? I'm going to prove a point here. So in that 14-man league, yes, the one that I lost. Okay, just because this guy had uh, had Gordon and he also had the kicker from the Patriots. You know, that's already 50 points alone. But anyways, that's not the point. I talked about Matt Breida last week, you guys. Now, am I going to say the same thing this week? No, I'm not. So the Bills, uh, what's his name, Zach Moss, completely irrelevant now to the Bills. Did not take any snaps. Is there anything wrong with him? No. I guess they just lost their trust in him. It's all about Devin Singletary and Matt Breida now. Now, Matt Breida was taking the majority of the snaps last week. But then after one play where it was a screen pass where Josh Allen rolled out to his left and Matt Breida rolled out to his right, miscommunication. After that, he only saw a couple more snaps. <laughs> but one led up to a touchdown, so his productivity couldn't come back. But Devin Singletary and Matt Breida, they're going to become point machines now because now it's just a double-sided running back uh, position. Instead of having a three-headed monster back there like most teams, you can't see – uh, productions. I still recommend Matt Breida. He's still owned in 1.4%. He scored 13.5 or yeah, 13.5 uh, uh, points last week. Hey, it can't hurt. He did it against the Saints. He yeah. can do it again. But yeah, that's Matt Breida. Uh, there is one big uh, big injury that we haven't talked about yet. Which one? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Mr. McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, number one overall pick to 90% of fantasy drafts <laughs> injured again. But this time he's up for the season. Yeah. Oh, that, we just makes a water right there. That's a good, pesky good water ankle. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if half of y'all have an, an NFL fantasy brain like us, uh, you know, since he's out, they got Mr. Hubbard back there who's ready to take the RB1 position again. I mean, every time he was in, he was pretty much scoring double-digit points or nine points. Uh, but this time they're going into a bye week. So you're asking us right now, do we pick him up? And I say yes, because when he comes back week 14, he's going up against the Falcons. And that's just going to be... Here you go, here you go, here you go. They're going to be handing him points right there. Put that uh, on a crack of dude. Yeah. So I think you pick up Chuba Hubbard, even though he's going on a bye week in week 13. And just like the guy that we're going to talk about in a little bit too, who's been coming out of nowhere. I don't even – when nobody even knew his name. Uh, I'm going to talk about him right now because he's also going into a bye week. He plays for the Tennessee Titans. His name is Dontrell Hilliard. Whoa. Whoa, I wanna I wanna say something about about say uh Chuba Hubbard. Okay, go. Because actually, Vincent, I have to disagree with you there. Oh, you don't want to pick him up. I don't want Chuba Hubbard, and this is why you shouldn't want them either. Of course, you could go either way. He it cannot hurt you. I could promise you that. One, right now, the Panthers are still trying to find themselves. Okay. And two, unless you're guaranteed a spot in the fantasy playoffs. Don't bother because, yes, this week he has a bye week, so he can't help you out. Next week, it's put down a crack of dude against the, the Atlanta Falcons. He's going to 
he's going to score big time against the Atlanta Falcons. But who does he play after that? He plays the Bills. Then he plays the Bucks. Then he plays the Saints. That is your fantasy playoff position. The Bills, Bucks, Saints defense with Juba Hubbard, with with who knows who's going to be the quarterback. Like, <laughs> come on, man! I I don't think he's going to help you lead your team into the playoffs. I, I absolutely, if you're in running back uh, purgatory, he's a good flex. He'll be a decent flex to have in there, but is he going to help you or lead your team to win games like Christian McCaffrey is or did? Did no, he's not. He's not Christian McCaffrey. He can't do the things that he does. And I, I just, I don't see him being very successful when it comes playoff time for fantasy. So this is where you got to use your big brain right here. Everyone and their mothers are going out there and putting him on the waiver wire first priority. This is where you step up. This is where you get the other running backs. This is where you go put that as your first priority. So while everyone else fails, except one person getting Chuba Hubbard, you got the absolute best option to help you make it to the playoffs. And I'm talking about Madison. I'm talking about, about uh, Jamal Williams. That's going to help you out. So that's that's my thought here. Of course, I could be completely wrong, but I don't know. Stat that, man. If I'm yeah, wrong, I mean, come at me. I, I guess I'm talking from, from my standpoint here. In the league that I'm going to pick up Hubbard and Hilliard from the Tennessee Titans, uh, I'm going to pick them up because I already have two good running backs, but one of them has a bye week in 14. So I'm going to need someone to play week 14, and that's either going to be Hubbard or Hilliard, whoever I get. Uh, but I, in my opinion, I think Hilliard is the better one. Uh this past two games that he's actually played, he's not their top running back, but he is their top catching back. Um, he got seven carries in the first game and 12 carries in the second game, but he has 16 points and 21 points. So, I mean, this guy, he's the running back too, but he's getting the ball pretty much every time he's in. Um, so, again, his name is Dontre Hilliard, and he's a catching back most of all, but he's also a touchdown machine this past game he got uh, he got a touchdown versus the patriots and the patriots are a good running defense so i think uh you should pick up hilliard too but we have a question from your father right here it says juggling with hawkinson and fearmuth every week which tight end should i roll with moving forward well this one's easy for this upcoming week so you're gonna put hawkinson in because fearmuth is on concussion protocol and uh their coach already said he's not going to play this week. So that solves your problem for this week. Uh, after that, I don't know, man. I, I I don't have a lot of faith in the Lions, and Hawkinson has been pretty disappointing in my opinion. So, okay. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, for this week, it has to be Hawkinson, mainly because you don't have any other choice. Now, if you're stuck between those two, in the long run, Fearmuth is going to be getting most of the receptions uh, out of that whole receiver group, out of everyone out there, because the the Steelers can't get anything going on. And once they figure out that they don't have an offensive line for Big Ben to stay in the pocket, they're going to be dumping off to the tight end all day long and Najee Harris. So Fearmuth is a long-term answer. They will figure it out. Uh, Thomason already said that a lot of changes will be made. Um, so, yeah, stick with him. 
But honestly, go out there. Um, go shop around a little bit. Go, uh, go to the North Pole. Go a little window shopping. It's Christmas time. Uh, go look for a Logan Thomas who just got back. He's owning 60% of leagues. That means you have a good chance of finding him out there. Uh, go find a, a Hunter Henry. He's not owning that many leagues. Uh, he could actually help you out. I think he's a better option than Hawkinson for sure. Free move, like I said, I think he's going to be putting up a lot of points, not by touchdowns, but just by receptions. Um but yeah, for sure this week, not Hawkinson. And yes, Reed, I did just say that, stat that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. One running back, after I know we're about to leave the running back uh, position now, but one running back to look out for is Sony Michelle. So look out for him because Henderson is questionable. He is dealing with the uh, ankle injury, I believe. There is a small chance where he doesn't play, and if that small chance does happen, they're going to abuse the heck out of Sony Michelle. They're not like, okay, let's bring Sony Michelle and the third string. Nah, it's Sony Michelle, and that's it. He's going to be taking all the snaps. He's going to be, he's going to get you a win in that game unless he gets injured, which no one, I don't wish injury upon anyone. But uh, but yeah, that's the last running back I'll I'll talk about. Just look out for him. Might do you some good. Yeah, man, that's all I got too. Uh... My my big guy is going to be that Hilliard guy from Tennessee. I think he's going to keep uh, being that workhorse for them because for some reason, every time he gets the ball, there's uh, Noah spreading the sea or, you know, he's he's going in that boat and he's just floating over everybody too. So, uh, but yeah, so running backs, there's a lot of people to pick up, pick them up, <laughs> do it. You got to do it. It's going to help you out, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, honorable mention in the, uh, quarterback position, I do want to talk about, uh, this, uh, older gentleman, Swiss army knife, you may call him, uh, Taysom Hill, <laughs> Taysom Hill for the New Orleans Saints. He's coming back and he has been named the starter. It's not a hundred percent that he will start because he is, he still has that injury, but if he does, even without, you know, stud receivers and Alvin Kamara has a huge possibility coming back. He's going to score you some points 100%. No more dealing with uh, Heineke. No more dealing with, with, with Carson Wentz. No more dealing with, with Cam Newton BS. I mean, this is a legitimate starting quarterback. Last year, he started four games with an injured Drew Brees. And those four games, he averaged 23.3 points. And I saw this stat. I want to say I'm wrong, but I searched it up twice. He averaged... 50 rushing yards in those four games. 50 rushing yards. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Guys, go pick him up if you need some quarterback help. Or if you're not sure about your quarterback, pick him up. Yeah, He's man. going to help. I, I agree. Uh, Taysom Hill reminds me of uh, the number one guy in fantasy right now at the quarterback position. His name is Jalen Hurts. Uh, that's who Taysom Hill reminds me of because right now, Fields is averaging about 50 to 60 yards rushing. Uh, he just had a bad game, but before that game, he scored 30 points. Uh, I forgot who. I think New Orleans plays the Cowboys, and right now they're a little banged up too. So I think Taysom Hill is going to do just fine if he can go ahead and play this Thursday. But if not, he will be uh, your answer for the next uh, week before playoffs or next two weeks before playoffs. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Oh, that's a lot of talk. A lot of fancy talk. 
No, man. That's what we love, though. Oh, yeah. I love it. I could talk about this all day. It's just that <laughs> I wish I had the voice for it. I already went through this whole bottle of water. That's pretty dang fun. What else you got? You got any of the players, any other positions? I got receivers on here. Uh, there's one guy who had a stellar game this past week, and uh, but the only thing is he's going up against the Bills uh, this week. Uh, oh, yeah, Reed. Reed says he doesn't like uh, Hill, so he told right. us that before this uh, and uh, in yesterday's stream. Leave your but, reason uh, why. We'll, we'll, we'll counter it. Yeah. But uh, Kendrick Bourne, I like Kendrick Bourne. He's been showing up lately. He's actually 100% catch uh, percentage in the past three games. So anytime the ball hits his hand, it's sticking. Uh, he was 4-4 in week 10 and 11. And this past week against the Tennessee Titans, he was – oh, never mind. He did miss a catch. Sorry. <laughs> I was, was about to say, that's like unheard of yeah. f- from him. I mean, last season – he was like tied for the most drop passes from a wide yeah. receiver. Well, this year he's doing pretty good. I believe he only has like seven, no, eight, eight drops. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you can count them drops, but yeah. Uh, but he was six for five this past week and he scored 24 points. Yes, he tore uh, it up. But he's going up against the Bills, so production will go down. But after that, he's got a pretty good schedule after the bye week. So if you're needing someone during the playoffs because some of your receivers are streaky, he's the guy to pick up because he's going to be consistent. Another guy is Russell Gage. AJ loves this guy. I think he's also going to pop off soon, even though they do have some tough matchups coming up. Uh, AJ Green as well. I mean, he's consistent. He's not the best wide receiver, but if you need someone uh, who's going to be relevant, uh, in these past few games going into playoffs, he's going to be that guy. And, I mean, at the tight end, I have my guy on the Seahawks, Gerald Everett. He's been doing much better lately. Uh, he's averaging 10 points in the last three weeks, and he's got some favorable matchups coming up. So if you need a tight end because uh, yours is streaky or you have Fairmouth and he's hurt, pick this guy up. Uh, also, one guy who did really good at the tight end position, he's been pretty consistent in single digit points but this past week he had 20 points and he's going up up against another favorable matchup against the texans this week his name is jack doyle he plays for the colts uh, i love this guy all last year because he was actually pretty good last year uh, when the, their number one tight end went down and i think he's gonna go off against the, the texans so pick him up Sweet, Vince. Dang. <laughs> Did some research, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. <clears throat> but now it's my time, and it's time for my yeah. favorite part. Let's talk about defense, guys, because defense don't win you championships. They win you fantasy games all the way into the fantasy championship. Okay, so if you're like me, I switch my defense every week just because it's all about matchups. Matchups will win you games. So I'm here to let you know what the best matchup is for you and to help you win this week in week 13. Last week, we hit it right on the money, guys. Uh, our number one defense recommended was the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that hit money, man. Stat that, right, Reed? Um, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals scored 19 points in most leagues, so congrats if you had them. I know I had them. Completely demolished another guy named Vince, actually. Uh, so if you're out there, hey, man, rest in peace. Uh, um <laughs> 
But this week, I'm going to capitalize on that again. Okay, I feel pretty hot now. The Steelers are trying to find themselves. They're playing against another divisional game, and the Ravens they want to stick on that number one spot, and especially what they just did to the Browns. I got the Ravens as my number one defense going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, for last week, uh, holding the Browns 10 points with four turnovers offensively, dude, that defense was playing out, man. They're playing out, so I got the Ravens against the Pittsburgh Steelers as my number one spot. If you have them there, go find them, go get them. Capitalize on that, okay? Now, they're my number one because this upcoming team that I'm about to talk about, I doubt they are available, but I'm talking about the Arizona Cardinals going up against the Chicago Bears. Now, who's going to be their QB? Is it Andy Dalton? Is it Justin Fields? More than likely, it's going to be Andy Dalton again. And the Bears just can't get anything going on for him. With the Marquis Goodwin being injured, uh, with David Montgomery, you know, doing everything on his own, it's pretty much a one-sided offensive scheme. The Arizona Cardinals, they will put a stop to that. They will demolish them. They will embarrass them. So they're going to put up a lot of points. I doubt you'll find them available. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. Another one is the Los Angeles Rams going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, if you have anyone from the Jacksonville Jaguars on your fantasy team, you should not be playing fantasy. Go out there, whatever, dude. DJ Chark was supposed to be the, the guy out for the season. Chenault was supposed to be the up man up. I guess over there in Jacksonville, it's a sin to throw it to him. I don't know why. But <laughs> don't have anyone from Jacksonville. They can't do anything offensively. Robinson, uh, I like Robinson. I do. I think in the back half, he's going to do good for uh, fantasy playoffs, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the Los Angeles Rams totally demolishing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the, the Rams, they're embarrassed right now because they just picked up OBJ. They just picked up Von Miller. They're supposed to be the stacked team, and they haven't been producing. They're going to come out here, and they're going to try to prove a point, and I feel bad because this is the only way they could do it. It's against a weak team. They're going to go out there, and they're just going to completely manhandle the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think that's a pretty solid pick. If they are available, go ahead and pick them up. That's going to give you more than 10 points, 100%. And now for my last pick, now this is going to be kind of tough. A lot of people are saying, hey, Minnesota Vikings, maybe, because they're playing against the Lions. They're still trying to get their first win. But no, sir. I got the Indianapolis Colts. Going up against the Houston Texans. Now, I love Tyrod Taylor. I think he's amazing. I think he's going to continue to do great. He didn't have the best game last week. But the Indianapolis Colts, their defense is no joke. Uh, they don't they don't mess around. doesn't matter who you are. If you're mobile, if you're just a pocket passer, if you're a stud wide receiver, stud running back, they don't mess around, dude. They're going to. They're going to mess you up. So that's going to be my last defense to uh, to suggest. If they're out there in your fantasy league, if they're available, go pick them up. They'll help you win the game. Whew, yeah. That's my defense talk. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, I personally have the Colts on uh, all three of my fantasies. Uh, I drafted them early on, and I kept them, even though they didn't do that hot in the beginning. But now they are the number four ranked defense in NFL fantasy. And also in one of them, I also have the Patriots, who are the number one ranked team right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm alternating them. I believe they both have a bye week uh, on week 14. Mm-hmm. So I will have to drop one of them. And I think I think it's going to be the Patriots because they have a lot of unfavorable matchups in the last three weeks of their schedule, which is where playoffs is at. Um, so, but yeah, 
I, I agree with your picks on defense, honestly. Thank you. I don't know. You and I, we don't agree on a lot of things. So I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I have to agree with you now because I'm not going to agree with you on Sunday. Oh, I was about to ask you that question, but I mean, uh, we all knew the answer to that. And how disrespectful is it that they're moving that game to the middle of the day? It's supposed to be the Sunday night. Who are you replacing it with? The Broncos and the Chiefs? Are you serious? <laughs> Who Patrick Mahomes isn't playing outstanding. But the Chiefs aren't all that great. If anything, the Broncos are more interesting than the Chiefs. Like, ugh, that's such a ugh, game, you know? Who wants to watch that? I don't know, man. All I know is in, in week 14, they, they helped y'all out and they moved y'all's game to 325, I believe. It's either yeah. Week, yeah. Week yeah, we're, we're supposed to play at, at noon and then they, they moved or uh, yeah, noon and then they moved us to the middle of the day because obviously it's going to be a good game. I mean, you got the San Francisco 49ers that are red hot right now, or should I say scarlet red hot, uh, going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. That's going to be a great game. That's going to hurt me because that's a game that I've always wanted to go to, but I want to go to Santa Clara to watch that game, which is the San Francisco 49ers against the Cincinnati Bengals. They're my top two favorite teams in the NFL. Of course, I would never root against the the Niners, maybe unless San Antonio gets a team, but that's the talk for another day. Um, Your room looks awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Now, um, but yeah, you have anything else for fantasy or do you want to talk about Thursday night football? Let's do Thursday night football, man. All right, you guys, Thursday night football. We got the Dallas Cowboys going up against the New Orleans Saints. Will Taysom Hill play? Will Alvin Camaro be back? Are the Cowboys going to be hurting without Amari Cooper? We'll see you next time on Not So Pro Football Talk. No, I'm just kidding. But it looks like you're working on your board right there. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk about my board. Now, actually, this Thursday, even without Amari Cooper, I still see the Dallas Cowboys beating out the Saints to a 30-23 to game. But I don't know if you noticed or if you could see that just right. But this is a very – this is a special edition Cowboys jersey. Now, if you guys saw over there on Thanksgiving Day – we hit a record for 28 penalties in one game. So for my stats, I got 21 penalties. That's going to be called this Thursday. 21. It's going to be amazing. The reps are going to look great. They're going to be so fly. They're going to be smooth with all their calls because that's that's why I'm watching the game. I'm watching the game just to watch the refs play and to call all these calls because that's what everyone was looking for on Thanksgiving Day. But, yeah, that's, that's what I got. I got the Dallas Cowboys winning. It's going to be a close game. I don't think they could blow them out. They look like they're struggling without some key players on their team. Remember, Zeke Elliott is going to play. So if you got him on fantasy, keep him there. Okay, can I stop stalling now? I got to agree with you. (laughs) I did a little quick star for them boys because I think they're going to win this week. Um, I just don't think the Saints have enough players uh, to go ahead and overcome that defense. Of course, uh, if Alvin Kamara plays, he's going to do well. Uh, if Mark Ingram plays, he's going to do well. Also, Taysom Hill plays, he's going to do well. But I think uh, the Cowboys are just the better team right now, even though they're in a little bit of a slump. Uh, I see them coming back, and they beat the Saints because the Saints have not found themselves yet. D-Law's coming back. 
really? D Law's coming back. There's a possibility that they they were talking about it this morning that D Law uh, has a huge possibility of returning for Thursday night football. That would be a big win for Dallas. Huge win. Uh, Reed is collapsing in Dallas. I I don't know. I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys have just been the Dallas Cowboys. They they've always had that you know stacked team, elite team. They just have trouble uh, capitalizing in the season. So let's see. They are their own downfall. They're not going to lose because of the Saints. They're going to lose because of themselves. But we'll see. It'll be super exciting to see D-Law come back. I know we only saw him for, uh, was it half a game on week one? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a game changer right there. Huge game changer with him out there. And then Mika Parsons uh, being a linebacker. It's going to be phenomenal to watch. So if you guys have the opportunity, which I don't think I do. I think I'm going to a a Christmas dinner. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I am going to a Christmas dinner. Yeah. Dang. Well, you know what, Ray J, I'll watch for you. Thank I'll, you. I'll update you. Yeah, put some Fs in the chat for me. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, wish me luck there. I, you know me. I'm going to have my phone underneath the table just watching the game and uh, probably getting uh, nudged all night. But, um, but yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else, Vince, before we close it out? Nah, man. Just if y'all are barely tuning in or you guys are going to watch afterwards, uh, just look at our running back talk. And I think that's going to help you out tremendously for the next oh, few yeah. weeks. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got a game Dang. prediction for Niners 31, Seahawks 24, which I totally predict that it's going to be a super close game. I do see the Niners yeah. coming out on top unless we play ourselves with pass interference calls and whatnot. Uh, usually Russell Wilson is our kryptonite, but he doesn't seem to look like Russell Wilson this uh, ever since he came back. Um, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, All right, guys. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, we will see. It's going to be a super exciting game. I cannot wait. I think I'm going to have the place to myself. So oh, it's going to go down. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, we can't watch the game together. That's going to be bad. <laughs> bad future right there. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, we appreciate every single one of y'all being here. Thank you for returning. If you were here last week, remember, once we hit 150 subscribers, we're doing another big giveaway, huge giveaway. So thank you all. For being here, thank you for being subscribed. Thank you for taking our advice. And until next time, you guys, we'll see you guys on the waiver wire.